0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome for anybody who's with us new and also those who are coming back to continue to be strong as a community of faith. We heard in today's letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, the plowman should plow in hope and the thresher thresh in hope of a share in the crop. Before we try to understand what St. Paul means, we should get a clear image in our mind about how a plow and a thresher work, because most likely we have neither of these. A plow is an instrument that prepares the soil for planting, and a thresher separates the grain or seed from the plant. Both are important because without a plow, the soil would be too hard and a seed or plant could never be placed in it. The thresher is important because after weed grows, the part that we can actually eat is very small. With all other plants as well, we only eat a small part of the whole plant. Therefore, the plow is important to prepare the soil for the plant to be able to grow, And the thresher is important to separate what we can eat from the larger plant that can't be used. Why does St. Paul use this image of a plow and a thresher? St. Paul does this because he was speaking to an audience that was very familiar with farming principles and farming machinery. To them, the statement was very clear, and it meant a lot. The farmer and even someone who plants one tomato bush works hard to prepare the soil, water the plant, watch it grow, waits for it to ripen, then greatly enjoys the fruit of what he planted, unless, of course, the birds came and eat them first. St. Paul is not trying to write a farming manual, but is trying to use familiar and creative imagery to encourage people. To reflect on the hard work necessary for their own spiritual life. Everyone wants to be blessed, everyone wants to be happy, everyone wants to be successful, and everyone wants to be respected. However, before we expect the fruits of the blessed life, we should first ask ourselves how we have used our spiritual plow and our spiritual thresher to prepare for the fruits that we want. Have we plowed and have we separated between that which is bringing us closer from that which is separating us from God and others? We should set very high goals to to want peace in our homes, success at school or work, or a greater closeness to God in our daily life. But then also ask ourselves, what practical things are we doing to achieve these things? Many people are returning to school in the next few weeks or perhaps next week. In general, people do not like school because it is hard work and they do not see the fruit of their, of their study immediately. However, those who study and keep in mind their goals of what they want to achieve actually find school and education very exciting. The same can be applied for work. Sometimes people think of the drudgery of work, but when people keep in mind why they're working, somehow there's a little more excitement in that. Those who think of the fruit when they are plowing, in fact, work with a lot of excitement, a lot of more diligence, and a lot harder. Think of how hard the farming process is. You need a plow to prepare the soil and you need several plants, some of which will die in the process. And even if the fruit grows there is a danger that animals, birds, or somebody else may come and pick your fruit before you do. And it is only at the end of this very long and difficult process that you can enjoy a few very ripe and tasty fruits. And this analogy is a direct analogy on our life, in our spiritual life, because everything in our life is like that. All these stages can also be applied to what we are doing in our life. We are always in a plowing stage. We are always in a waiting stage. And we are always in some sort of collection stage, seeing the fruits of what we've done. Even when we are enjoying the fruits of our success, we need to also be simultaneously preparing the ground for future successes. Even if we are successful at work or school, if we do not maintain the same principles that got us there, we will quickly find ourselves in a lot of trouble. A successful student who got an A in the last test will definitely not get an A in the next test without working just as hard as he or she did before the previous test. Someone in a successful position will not remain in that position if he or she does not keep working with the same ethic that got them to where they got. There are many people who have gone from great success to absolute dismal failure. One example is the former NBA All-Star Vin Baker who was an Olympic gold medal winner in 2000 and then went on to become a four-time NBA All-Star before ending his professional career with the Los Angeles Clippers in 2006. During his career he made 108 million dollars Four years after his last professional game, he declared bankruptcy and started working at Starbucks. This not only happened to Vin Baker, it happens actually to all of us all the time. We do well in something, and then we get lazy. Or we get neglectful, and the success we had quickly evaporates. Think of your life, think of the things that you've worked hard for and gotten, and things of, think of the ways that sometimes you undo your own success, and as we say, sometimes we are our own worst enemies. You could take of your garden; you can take care, t- you can take care of your garden for 50 years, but if you do not take care of it for one season, what will happen to it? It will look completely unrecognizable. This is also applicable in our moral life, in our financial life in our physical life in every single aspect of our life. However, more important than school, finances, or our garden, we also need to completely completely and every day focus on the growth in our spiritual life. Very often people tell me, you know when I was young I went to church every Sunday. Or I used to serve, or I used to do this. We have a long list of I used to's. But where that's great, That's the great foundation for what led you to the personality that you have today. But the additional question is, where are you now? How have you taken those past experiences and allowed them to continue to grow in your life? It is wonderful that we are all here in church today to give thanks to God for the gifts He has given us and also to ask for strength in different aspects of our life. So many parents tell me that it is easy to take their children to church when they are young, but then it becomes very difficult. And sometimes when children grow up, then parents also stop going to church and only come back if they are sick or something tragic is happening in their life. God is definitely always there for us in times of difficulties, and we should never be afraid to turn to Him when when we need it especially in those times. But the church, our prayer life and faith, is not just an an emergency room. Sometimes it is. In fact, last year people told me that they've prayed more than they have ever prayed in their entire life. Hopefully that will continue to grow. One person told me quite honestly once, I don't go to church if I don't need it, just like I don't go see a doctor if I don't need it. Very honest assessment of what's going on. We should, however, take a healthier approach to our spiritual life. God is not there only in catastrophe. God is there to help us remind ourselves of the the many blessings that we have received. That is why the image St. Paul presents to us is so important. If we come to church regularly, we should actually ask ourselves why. If we come irregularly, we should also ask ourselves why. Do we treat church like a drop-in gym and expect to be healthy by simply walking in? Do we want the fruit of the tree with very little preparation, with very little hard work, and with very little, in- with very little consistency? Our spiritual life actually requires more discipline than work. It requires far more discipline than school or planting anything that we can plant. We should never let a day pass without first stopping for a few minutes to thank God for absolutely everything that he has given us, especially when we turn to the news. There are countries with bombs dropping on civilians, There are countries that don't have medical assistance of any kind. There are countries that don't have food. Thanks be to God, we have all the blessings around us. We need to stop and not forget God because we have everything, but be grateful to God because we have so much. Every day, we need to also invite Jesus into our life to be able to see what we're doing in the light of what He wants us to do. We can say simple prayers like, I invite you to be with me today or help me in whatever challenge I may have. Keep that daily conversation going with God. Also, every day we need to think about how we are using and how we can better use the gifts and talents God has given us. God gives us gifts for a reason, for our personal growth, but also for sharing with others. And finally, we need to always want to learn something new about our faith by reading the Bible or some religious book. we provided so many outside. Some book or article that we're always growing. We're always plowing. We're always separating the, tra- the, the temptations, the trials, the, the, the good decisions from the bad decisions in our life. This is the spiritual discipline that will keep our faith strong. We always need to have a spiritual plow in hand, be patient, and watch the fruits of our spiritual growth. And then we need to pick and make use of our spiritual blessings in a very unique way. Just like at school or work or on the farm, past successes are no indication of where we are today or where we will be tomorrow. We will only grow in our love for God when we are working on this relationship every single day. We will only grow in knowledge of our faith when we are working on that also every single day. And we will only discover the depths of God's gifts to us when we keep searching and keep appreciating everything we have every single day. St. Paul's words are very rich. The plowman should plow in hope and the thresher thresh in hope of a share in the crop. We cannot be successful in anything without planning, without vision, without hard work, without discipline, and without wisdom. If we even need these when we plant a tomato, how much more important are they for our spiritual life which should be for us a slightly higher priority than preparing a tasty and very healthy salad.